From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, October 11th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Wherever the governor goes in Ohio, he continues to encourage people to get vaccinated against the coronavirus. Kaylee Kirby reports. Governor Mike DeWine says hospital data from the beginning of this year compared to where we are now shows how effective the vaccine is. 97% of the people who are in the hospitals today, 97% of the people who have been in the hospitals from COVID this year have not been vaccinated. What a horrible tragedy and what a horrible thing for that family to know that their loved one's death could have been prevented. Kaylee Kirby reporting in Toledo. Southwest Airlines canceled hundreds of flights over the weekend, blaming the problem on air traffic control issues and the weather. ONN's Dave James reports. The airline canceled more than 1,000 flights, or 28% of its schedule, as of 5 p.m. yesterday, with more afterward, according to flight tracker FlightAware. The cancellations mark the highest rate by far of the major U.S. airlines. Allegiant and Spirit canceled 5 and 4% of their flights, respectively. American Airlines canceled 2%. Southwest said in a statement it's working diligently to reset operations and is allowing customers to rebook themselves on their website. Dave James, in News. Children under the age of 12 may not have to wait much longer to get a coronavirus vaccine. Angela Ann explains. Later this month, an FDA advisory panel will discuss Pfizer's request to authorize its COVID-19 vaccine for kids 5 to 11 years old. Health experts are now estimating when parents could see that full approval. The former FDA commissioner says it is certainly reasonable for children under 12 to be fully vaccinated by Thanksgiving. This should be available almost immediately after the CDC makes a final recommendation and be available in pharmacies and perhaps pediatricians' offices as well. I'm Angela Ann. Dayton police say they're investigating officers who dragged a disabled driver from his car during a drug-related traffic stop last month. Eric Brown has more. Clifford Owensby said he does not have use of his legs and felt helpless when he was dragged from the car to the ground and handcuffed during the September 30th traffic stop. Dayton Mayor Nan Whaley called the video of the arrest very concerning and added, no matter where you live or what you look like, everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect when dealing with Dayton police. The Dayton Daily News says the police union is defending the officers, saying they followed the law, their training, and departmental policies and procedures. Eric Brown, ONN News. In Northwest Ohio, members of a drug awareness group spent Saturday in downtown Defiance spreading their message. Michael Tater has the story. Diane Urban lost her son in 2019 to fentanyl. Urban founded the organization Appalled, or Association of People Against Lethal Drugs, to raise awareness of this growing crisis. The CDC reported a record high of over 90,000 overdose deaths in 2020, and over 60% of them came from synthetic opioids like fentanyl. Before you'd have to worry about doing drugs to, you might get addicted, but now by trying any drug on the street, you know, with a pill form or powder, you're risking your life. Michael Tater, in defiance. A Northeast Ohio politician says he refuses to give up his position even after being rounded up as part of a statewide anti-human trafficking sting two weeks ago. Michael Kelly has the details. Elyria City Councilman Mark Jesse says he will not quit despite being arrested on solicitation charges September 30th. In fact, the two-term Democrat in the city's third ward is still campaigning for another term, calling this incident one bad choice. Many fellow Democrats have joined Lorain County Republicans in calling for Jesse to resign 
line. He's up against Republican Maurice Corbin III in the upcoming November 2nd election. If convicted, Jesse faces up to 60 days in jail and a possible $500 fine. Michael Kelly, ONN News. A former Cleveland City Council member convicted of stealing from the city and federal government will spend several years behind bars. Eric Brown reports. 75-year-old Kenneth Johnson was convicted in July by a federal jury in Akron on numerous counts, including conspiracy to commit federal program theft in connection with stealing over $125,000. According to Cleveland.com, Johnson admitted that he made mistakes, but that he did not purposefully break the law. Johnson, who had been on Cleveland City Council for 40 years, was sentenced to six years in jail and forced to pay about $745,000 in restitution. Eric Brown, ONN News. Races for local school board seats have emerged as intense political battlegrounds in the upcoming November 2nd elections and tests for political messaging ahead of the 2022 midterm elections. Parental protests that started during COVID-19 lockdowns are evolving into full-fledged board takeover campaigns. National conservative groups offering training academies for right-leaning candidates are helping stoke the challenges which could have a dramatic effect on public education if they succeed. Takeover supporters say school boards and teachers' unions have lost touch with parents, while some sitting board members say the challengers are political extremists. The labor shortage could make winter driving a little trickier. Marissa Sines has more with ODOT spokeswoman Amanda McFarland. Labor shortages stretching across a vast amount of industries, including one vital to winter. The Ohio Department of Transportation sounding the alarm early about a lack of seasonal snowplow drivers. We are experiencing, you know, a hardship trying to find folks that have the right licenses that can come and do the work that we need them to do. I'm Marissa Sines. The former director of a county jail in Cleveland, where federal authorities called conditions inhumane, has been sentenced to serve nine months in that same jail. Visiting Judge Patricia Cosgrove did not allow 56-year-old Kenneth Mills to delay his sentence as his attorneys appealed. Prosecutors say under Mills' tenure, inmates lived in overcrowded, unsanitary conditions with little or no medical care and inedible food. Mills was convicted in September on misdemeanor counts of dereliction of duty and falsification. One of Mills' attorneys said the case is riddled with hypocrisy and that an appeal is planned. The chief medical advisor for the White House says kids should be able to fully enjoy one of their favorite days of the year coming later this month. Tracy Townsend explains. Halloween is approaching and Dr. Anthony Fauci says it's safe to trick-or-treat, especially for those who are vaccinated. You're outdoors for the most part. Enjoy it. I mean, this is a time that children love. It's, it's a very important part of the year for children. Dr. Fauci says he'd like to see cases drop to less than 10,000 a day nationwide before getting rid of pandemic restrictions, such as wearing masks indoors in public settings. I'm Tracy Townsend. And Ohio State had no trouble with Maryland on Saturday, defeating the Terrapins 66-17. Dom DeBerry reports. With the win, the Buckeyes moving up a spot in both the AP and coaches from 7th to 6th. Ryan Day says his team is growing up. I think it's a young team that's growing. I think we've been more aggressive. I think we're building more confidence and more energy. Um, so I think it's a little bit of all those things. I'm Dom DeBerry reporting. Ohio State is currently number sixth in the AP Top 10 poll. The top five are Georgia, Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Alabama. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. 
This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.